I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. I'm just making the I'm just punching holes in it. I'm just switch cheesing this thing. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying you're gonna have to pay taxes anyway, baby. But so they raise, like, they increase and decrease based on the need. So if the need is higher because every rich man want to cheat the system, now the, the middleman is paying more while they pay less. It's stealing. See, you stealing money to pay I get, money. I get what you're saying, but I'm a I'm I'm gonna advocate for the rich here, right? Uh, I ain't what? saying it's like, like technically, is are you doing it correctly? Sure. Or is that just a wealth building strategy? What is it? I don't think that's wealth building. It's just getting out of taxes. Like it's the taxes that they charge you. It's not gonna break you. But if you if you really can do them. it, okay, that's I, just a person. I don't want to do a lot of things. But so dang, man, I'm not cheating the system. Sound like you're about to sing, man. Like dang, gum, Mister Oliver here. I'm just saying. No, because it's Mama. He did it. Yeah. What's going on, everybody? We back. We back. We back. We back. Yeah, we back on the show. Yep, and it's time to go. Please, no, Young freestyle coming every week. You know it's gonna be cold like the winter. It's finna get cold. Like it's hot as a mug, but I'm breathing low. I don't know what I just said, but I'ma keep it flowing. Keep it going, keep it moving. Yeah, keep it snowing. Like it's cold. See the rhyme between them? What you mean? Come in between them? Mm. We're back on the podcast. We about to drop bars. Mm. Just to say she eat the freshest, yeah. Cause she riding foreign cars. That's the truth, cause Toyota is Japanese. We in America. Girl, please. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome into the show. It's time to go. Make sure you do it down below. Like, comment, and subscribe. You know how we feel. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Mm. Twitter, two, three, it's everywhere you want to. Mm-hmm. Five star review. Mm. Do what you do. Mm. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another special edition of the Mommy Daddy Podcast. I'm your boy, Jay Lick, and she. Your girl Jess, aka R. Dot Lee. That's my middle name. Don't call me that because you don't know me. You don't know her. What is that floating in front of my camera? And I also hope that by episode 100, these freestyles are better if we're going to have to endure them, people. Sorry in advance. Oh, yeah. You already know I'm coming with a fresh styling for the one year anniversary. You know that one year anniversary is almost written around the cone. No, it's not. It's at least 50 episodes away. <laughs> you capping, yo. You capping, bro. What you mean? It's 52. Let me stop and turn this music off. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, bro. The the 100, the not the 100 episode, but the we started last year on October 1st, bro. We two months away. We almost there, God dang. Talking about one year yeah. anniversary. Mm-hmm. Because technically, That's week 52 is one year. So we should be there by October first. Get it together, sis. Get it together. Anyway, well, I guys, didn't say one year. I said a hundredth episode. Oh, no, I'm gonna have to Chris about episode fifty-two on baby. That's cap, and we all know that. You sleep on me. I'm get. I'm gonna get loose on the beat. I might come with a fresh new beat. You never know about me. You hear how I just did that? You heard how I rhyme every time, like it's, uh, like it's a songbird on my mind. Yeah, but anyway, guys. We are so excited to have y'all here today. Make sure you do all the things down below. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to the channel. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and wherever else you do things. Uh, make sure you do all the YouTube things. Leave us five star Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, uh, Pandora, wherever you're listening. Leave us five star review. We appreciate it. We love y'all. Comment because we keep you dropping the episode. Anyway, guys, just how you doing today? Where are you? Okay, I'm very much sleepy right now. I just realized that. But um the week is is going fine. Uh can't complain. What about you? I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. Uh 
Press the never press, which is why we don't have a why are you press um situation going on today. We ain't pressed this week, y'all. We blessed. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna bring us into what we're talking about this week. Sometimes in life, guys, I want y'all to walk down this lane with me, okay? Oh, you finna Sometimes do in life, how, this is how Joe Osteen. Sometimes in life, you have to realize that God I should know what that means sound like. God has a plan for you, and right now and right here is your time, your space for everything in God's circle to come right down on you and restore it as a blessing. But in those blessings, sometimes God provides you blessings with resources. Sometimes those resources are your brain, your, your ability to go do, your innovative skills. Sometimes those resources is mom, dad, aunt, uncle, cousin, sister, brother, TT. But tonight... Here in tonight's episode, episode 47 of the Mama He Did It podcast featuring Joel Osteen, we Boy. will be discussing the difference between a blessing, wise use of resources, and nepotism. And uh, the kicker here off. Please don't talk like this. I can't. I'm just go right. <laughs> to kick her off. Uh, gosh darn. I'm going to just go right here. We first have to define because because when we when we were in school, let me tell you right here, you're in school now. I'm not gonna be able to focus if you keep talking like this. The teacher told us to define, create a hypothesis, <sighs> right? That's an educated what? Guess the moon though. You know what I'm saying? So we have to define. What now, Joe Osteen ain't saying no. Guess the moon though. <laughs> we back to Elliot. I'm talking regular now. But so we have to define, you know. We have to define what was going on. We had we had we had to create the um what's the first sentence with the, the commas with three points of a paragraph. The first sentence, like what not the first sentence, like you know the sentence like at the end of a paragraph. The attention getter? No, it's a the, word. For the it. thesis, the... the thesis. We had to create a thesis statement, right? Here mm-hmm. we go. What are resources let's let's define what are resources here the good book of google the good book of google states that resource says definition number one it's a plural noun so i could take the s off but resources is obviously plural a stock or supply of money material staff or assets that can be drawn on by a person or organization in order to function effectively Local authorities have complained that they have lacked resources. And that's from the news. All right. Definition number two. An action or strategy which may be adopted in adverse circumstances. Sometimes anger is the only resource left in a situation like this. And that is it used in a sentence. Okay. So now we shall also define what is nepotism. Nepotism is a noun. The origin the mountain of nepotizo. That's the origin oh, of the that word. That is not on there. That's the. I'm just saying what the origin of the word is. Okay, the practice among those with power or influence of favoring relatives, friends, or associates, especially by giving them jobs. This word in a sentence goes as such. He promised an end to corruption and nepotism. Nepotism. All right. Now, I also said. Sometimes when I when I go get a definition, I want to go to Google sometimes. But but a word like the blessing, you need to get it from the Bible. But I say, yeah, I just want to see what Google is going to say about the word blessing. How does Google define blessing? Google said blessing, a noun, God's favor and protection. Yada day, boy. God's favor and protection. Google already knew where the good book said. I ain't have to go do too much work. Google said synonyms, protection and or favor. The word in a sentence. A priest gave a blessing as the ship was launched. There it is. There's the definition there, everybody. So now we will get down and discuss the differences between a person using resources and nepotism. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to start this conversation off by giving Jessica a scenario. Okay, I was going to say. I'm going to give you a scenario. I'm going to give you a scenario, and you tell me what this person has done, right? So, boom, okay. I'm fresh out of college, right? And I met a person who works at a company. And by me meeting this person, this person then told me, hey, you should apply for a job at this company, right? So, boom, I'm like, okay, cool, bet. Let's do it. 
the person then turns around and gives me the questions, not necessarily verbatim, but they give me the premise of the questions that will be asked at said interview if I were to get accepted, right? And so I get into the interview. These are so close. I've studied all these answers to these questions, and now I'm prepared for the interview. I go in the interview, they ask me the So the answers came with the questions? No, the questions were given to you. You have to do the work to get the answers, right? So Mm -hmm. now that I have the answers, I get to the interview. The interviewer then asks said questions just like my friend told me or the person that told me what, what will happen. Okay, I do good in the interview. I then get an offer letter to come work at the company. I get in and I work alongside with said person. In this situation, what is being used? A blessing, wise use of resources, or is this simply a case of nepotism? Um, I think I was lagging for a second, which is why I held off. That was me. I think oh, I was okay. lagging. Um. Well, I could choose one, but I really think of all three because I can uh, I can argue all of them. To be completely honest, because to meet that person, this is why I say I can argue all three. To be able to meet that person, I can say that's a blessing that I met this person at this point in time to provide me an opportunity. Now I was given the opportunity by God. That's God's favor. Now I built a connection with somebody. And they say, hey, I think you'll actually be a great fit for this job. They aren't the one interviewing me, meaning they don't have the power to hire me. But they give me the resources and the things that I need to give me the best chance of getting the job. That's using my resources. Um, Now, I can also say the same thing where, hey, if that, like you said, a person you met. So I think it's wise use of resources rather than, oh, my uncle or my daddy was like, hey, here go a job. You ain't got an interview. That may be more like an impetism. Like if mm-hmm. if that person is the hiring manager and they say go apply, that's a little different than it might be politics. Right. So and to me that's only yeah, I feel like it's only in a situation like that, I feel like it's only nepotism if it's actually an open portal and they say, Hey, you go and apply and they are the hiring manager. It seems it seems more on the side of nepotism because they could just say, hey, I got a position for you. I want you to work here. And then, boom, you just got who you wanted. You didn't necessarily. Let me ask you know. this question. Is nepotism simply always a use of resources? Or, or now, let me ask you. Uh, I think it's a, um, what's the word? It's taking advantage of your use of resources. Like you have, we'll just take the political side, right? So your dad's the governor, right? And you want to be the mayor. He opened all the doors for you and just boom, you get the position, right? If these were like not elected positions in that situation, like you just got the job because you knew them. Like my dad's a Fortune 500 owner. I'm now the new CEO when he retired because he's my dad. Like I didn't work for that in any way, shape or form. Is that just a blessing, though? The blessing was him being your daddy. You would have used your resources wisely if you would have took the education he could have provided you and earned a position rather than just being played. Like, I feel like nepotism is like the king and queens, right? Like, they just born and boom, you get it. Like, you ain't do nothing to earn it. I would favor that might be inheritance, ma'am. That might be inheritance. What's the difference? It's an inheritance, but that don't mean you earned it. That I mean, you deserve it just because you was born into a royal family. <laughs> like that's true. Well, let me ask you this question, okay? So let's say we have a person who whose parents is on a board, right? And their parents worked their way up to through the company and got to the point to where they had the ability to hire, right? And then their child comes and interns. Was that an intern, right? I think that's easy resources. That part, okay. Then said, "Child, does a good job, great job, right?" But then turns they around, a great and, job, yeah, do a good job. Then they turn around and come work at the company under the parent who hired them. What is that? Mm, I feel like because they did a good job, it's just a blessing. 
that they the, the position was open, they actually performed to the if they actually performed to the necessary requirements, it's more intuitive for a jump uh, for a company to hire you once you've already interned or worked for them because they know you know it's less onboarding, like you know all the stuff. And if you actually did a good job, then it's a blessing that you get to stay at a place you wanted to work at. Yeah. But you know, let's, let's be honest, most companies' onboarding process is trash. Yeah, most onboarding processes aren't that amazing, but if they don't want to have to redo that with a new hire and somebody like say, take a doctor who did rounds at different locations, right? This one location might be more prone to hiring on somebody who works for them than taking a risk on somebody who they don't know, but only from their resume. When both of them are good, like if you both are good candidates, but you actually work for us and I know your work ethic. You get a little push. It's a blessing that you were there for that opportunity. And now you got to use your resources of making those connections to get that job. So let me ask you this question. Now, can all because can all situations like because I've been knowing him or we went to church together, is all that nepotism? No. You don't think so? it, because in the definition it said a position of power. Mm-hmm. Like and it would refer to didn't it refer to like political like I feel like you have to be I feel like it's nepotism when you get something that's not on your scope of practice like say for instance I'm we're entry level whatever whatever the job is now I come in at senior level instead of entry level when I don't have the experience for it nepotism entry level and I come in as entry level and I also have to work my way up in the company use of resources and a blessing. Okay, well, I got a question. So I'm tying this into something, right? I guess you are because you're loading it on me. Let me pull it up real quick. Hold on. Okay, so there's there's been a song that has gone viral. And hold on, let me hear one second. There has been a song that's gone viral, right? And it's called uh, Rich Men North of Richmond. By Oliver Anthony, right? And so the premise of the song, if y'all haven't heard it, pause, make sure you come back, go listen to the song, but we're going to break down the lyrics, right? right, I'm going to pull the lyrics up. I'm going to pull them up. I'm going to pull them up. Give me one second. Right? Give me one second. I'm going to pull these. Okay, I also give a definition of... uh a real-life scenario of what nepotism could be? Wait. Huh? You say what? I want to give an example, like an example I thought of with nepotism. Okay, go ahead. So, we all know how our previous president, former president, um, Trump is Trumpert. on trial. Or at least, what is he right now? He's basically, he didn't got it. The governor, the a lady from Georgia filed something against him. We know that much, okay? <laughs> we don't know, need to know all the specifics. But in his case, because he basically know all the governors and stuff like that, in some scenarios, in some states, the governor has the full authority to pardon somebody based on like reputation and you know good behavior and all or whatever, right? But some of the states who don't includes Georgia, and that's where it was filed. So he don't have the opportunity to participate in some nepotism because he could have, like, if, like for instance, one of the states, Mississippi, has the sole authority to grant clemency or, or pardon. Right now, if this happened in Mississippi, I guarantee he'd have called up old buddy and he'd have got pardoned. This wouldn't even go to court, like. You it know darn well that wouldn't with the court. Hey, this would have been dismissed. I'm gonna be yeah, honest. Like, if it, it was it, in it, Georgia, it, just not near Atlanta. <laughs> no, no, no. Killing. It's the state of Georgia in general. Like oh, okay. the governor doesn't have the sole authority to pardon him. It's like a board of it's like a board of people who have to basically vote and say it. But that's highly less likely because it's not on one sole person to make the decision. Where the, it, if he would have been in. If it would have got 
uh, filed in Alabama, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Kentucky, Mississippi, New Jersey, or New Mexico, North Carolina, Oregon, South Carolina, South Dakota, Virginia, Washington, and a few others. It's 15 states. The governor in any of those states could have gave full and sole authority to grant the pardon. Wow. Mm. So that was, if if that was the case, and that if that would have happened, that would be nepotism. <laughs> so. All right, so I got the lyrics pulled up, everybody. I'm not gonna play the song because we don't want no copyright strikes. But oh no, we gonna share the screen. Here it is. Good old filler. Now all the profane language here. The mommy did a podcast. We do not condone profanity. So as a result, I'm going to just look at it and just read it, read through it. Like, you just won't see it. It'll be a bleep. Okay? Is this the first lyric on it? Right. So he said, I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullcrap pay. So I can sit out here and waste my life away. So let's stop right there. All right? We're going to break this down like an annotated bibliography. That's what we used to do back in school. We're going to annotate this thing, right? So, all right. What you think about the first couple lines, Jessica? Uh, I think the statement, I've been selling my soul, is um very literal. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a bit much. Yeah, like, it could, it could be a lot. Um, when I, initially, I'm just like, dang, you sold your soul to the devil, dude. Like, you out here living for the world, you have no intentions of putting God first in your life. Um, but I don't know if that's yeah. necessarily what he is meaning in this scenario. Hey, what happened? I don't, I don't know. Probably my Wi-Fi. But did you hear what I said? Say that again. I'm saying I'm asking. Mm. Okay. Well, I was saying it basically says. You know, I'm selling my soul to the devil, and God will not be the first priority in my life. Damn, but also, uh, <laughs> uh, but also, <laughs> I don't think um, this is what he's referring to. Just based on hearing the song once before, I think he might be saying like, "I'm not living out my purpose in life because of the next line, working all day overtime hours for horrible pay." Basically, like I'm wasting my time. I'm like I'm selling my soul to the man because. If I don't work for the man, then I still have nothing. But even when I do work for the man, I still don't have enough. So All I right. think that's what he might be referring to when he's saying I've been selling myself. All right. So right here he said. You're not gonna tell what you think, or you just agree. Oh, okay. I agree. I, I guess what I was saying when I when I saw when I like I said when I heard working all day, I was like, Oh, I get it. He just talked, he he immediately talked about having to go to work every day and work hard for it. Yeah. All right. So next line. Next stanza. I have these tired of music people say music. All right. So I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a dang shame what the world's gotten to for people like me and people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is. All right. So what do you think about this? I, I feel like right here, he's more so gearing towards the way of life in America and how capitalism really is set up, right? Mm -hmm. So I can sit out here and waste my life away. So it seems like him going to work every day ain't enjoyable, which, hey, not, and that may not be the message. The message may be just him having to work hard and not receive the true fruits of his labor um, and drag back home and drown my troubles away. Obviously, he's talking I about liquor. Yeah. Drown my troubles away. It's a dang shame what the world's gotten to for people like me and people like you. I think he's saying, um, like for the basically for the everyday people, because we have to go to work all day every day, we waste our precious like years of like actually enjoying life away. So mm -hmm. because like the world we live in, because it's forced you to work to survive. Now your survival is not as pleasure like as pleasing, and therefore you mourn in your own troubles because you work half the time and then the rest of the time you're too tired. So now you just gonna be sad 
and drink and have other problems. And yeah. that is the shame part for real. Um, yeah. And then it's like he's saying it's not like it used to be what he's saying, what the world's gotten to for like everyday middle class people, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically he wished he wasn't living this life. But it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, next stanza. Living in a new world with an old soul. These rich men north of Richmond, Lord knows they all want to have total control. Want to know what you think? They want to know what you do. And they don't think you know, but I know that you do. Because your dollar ain't squat and it's taxed to no end. Because the rich men north of Richmond... I think you're going past too many stances here. Okay. So let's go back. <laughs> Living in the new world with an old soul. These rich men north of Richmond, Lord knows they just want to have total control. Uh, he ain't really lying. Okay. So to me, it's t- it, the dispute here on this claim, and we're going to treat it like quirky. The dispute here is the rich men north of Richmond, which I would assume. It's Washington, right? The rich men north of Richmond, Virginia, which is about two and a half hours north of uh, Virginia, is uh, are trying to have total control. Far and and you can take a deep dive in this. We talking full blown politic campaign, full on taxes, full on policies, full on world exchange and treaties and allies. And I think that's where you're going with this. What you think? I was looking up something. Okay. But I think I'm 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 overthinking it for sure. Um probably so. Oh whatever. I was trying to look up and see how many electoral votes that Virginia had. Electoral <laughs> 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 votes. <laughs> what is she doing? Was you counting Georgia Trump might be right? <laughs> you think it too much, bro. Yeah, I'm overdoing it for sure. I'm gonna stop looking at it. But um basically, I mean, I agree with what you said. Um basically, uh people in Washington want all the control and they want to know what everybody is doing but still be able to control what we do. They want to know and they want their peace, buddy. Mr. And we're just saying uh, Washington as like the business of politics in America. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah not yeah, specifically yeah. the state of Washington, even though that is the home of politics, I guess. All right. So they want to know what you think. They want to know what you do. And they don't think you know, but I know that you do. Because your dollar ain't ish. And it's taxed to no end. Because the rich men north of Richmond. So look, boom. I think that's true. You even see that with Apple. Do you want us to track your data across other apps? Yeah, I get asked that so much. Like it's like they be asking them. us to for us to give permission, like to make us feel like we got the power, but they tracking it anyway. I don't feel like they really respect you know how my, I know they are. No. I'm gonna tell you how I know they are. So I just downloaded my Monopoly Go right, and I've been oh playing gosh, it. Be my friend. Okay, cool. I'll beat you. Uh, so I, girl, please. I got ten million in the bank, big rates. I'm coming knocking down some buildings, though. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll be friends. But but I've been playing Monopoly Go. I downloaded the app. I didn't say anything. I said it said, "Do you want to allow it to track across apps?" I said, "Do not track." This thing has been. I've been watching YouTube today, getting Monopoly Go ads after back to back to back, and I know I'm getting tracked. So I definitely agree with Mr. Anthony here. Uh. I, I I agree. They want to know. It's trying to make us think that it ain't have, tracking. There is governmental it. records that Facebook and Apple had basically a beef, and that's why Apple started asking us questions. Because at first, I guess they was one. It was a, it's all about money. So I think it was a beef. So Apple was like, "Boom, we're gonna ask these. We're gonna make these people know that we selling their information, selling they they uh, because you create basically like a like a database for yourself." And your your information, so they sell it in like this big old freaking server, and Facebook, uh, sell. That's how Facebook deploys ads based on what you like. And so because they're not asking you, do you want to track? They like okay, boom. Most people gonna say no. Now Facebook gonna be hurting because they they ad revenue ain't gonna be busting like it used to be. 
That's facts. You can Google that. And so, no, I believe it. And so now you look at it, it's a beef there. So they've been selling our data the whole time, but now it's just the issue where they it came about money. So now they start giving the people, make people like us think that we had control over our data, which you really don't. And so that's why they ask you the question now. So I agree. This is this got some meat and potatoes behind it. This line right here, they want to know what you think. They want to know what you do. They do. They make money off of it. I think he's talking to them on the next line when he said, because your dollar ain't none in his text to no end. I don't think he Ooh. referring to like our money. I think he's saying like the money that y'all paying us ain't worth nothing because it's always text. It and it just go back to where the front where it's saying, I'm working all day, but it ain't for nothing. Pull, I'm going to pull up another thing. Hold on. Ooh, I got a bar. Hold on. What's this thing? It's called... Um, I'm finna prove the whole world wrong. Y'all finna get mad. Y'all gonna be mad at me because what you finna see. You understand me? Take it a bit. All right. Oh, snap. Let me share screen. I'm gonna share screen. <laughs> share view. View. Share screen. Share screen. Do you my refrigerator loud or something? Boom. Check this out. This is a US national debt clock, right? And so if you look right here, Whole this is this is why what Anthony yeah, Oliver Anthony, whatever his name is, what he's saying is right here, the US national debt clock. You don't even know how many digits this is, right? Debt Too per many citizen. For me to think about. The debt per citizen. Ninety-seven thousand five hundred ninety. I'm almost per... right now. What's student loan? Hold on. No, you're here, baby. Debt per taxpayer, two hundred fifty-three thousand six hundred. This right here is for babies that ain't paid not nary a tax. Who ain't spent a dollar? This is for babies. This is for everybody that made a dollar in their life. This is how much debt you owe upon birth: two hundred fifty-three thousand six hundred. I don't know where that is because I ain't paying it back. <laughs> Well, I, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. In order for the U.S. to get out of debt, they will have to pay every person on earth that pays taxes will have to pay this much money. $250,686. I'm not included in that right now. So that right there just shows you, right, that there's so many issues going on. It's the fact that all of it is red. Just red. <laughs> it's all red because it's all bad, bruh. And I hate to put it like that, but it's it's just the God on the truth. So we're gonna keep on pushing. All right. I wish politicians would look out for minors and not just minors on an island somewhere. That's on about sex trafficking, probably. I believe so. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I'm gonna keep it pushing. I'm, I ain't gonna lie. When like to me, I don't be in the politics for real, for real like talking about. So when they get that deep into it, I oh oh, it also be talking about free labor, like immigrant work, like cheaper labor. Okay, I don't I don't think that's because look how it's built. That's 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 labor. This is no, people. I'm saying it's just not mine. I'm talking about that sentence. Like it's Min saying, it's saying I wish they. I'm saying minor spilled this minors. way. No, fam. I'm saying minor spilled this way is people. Yeah, the other one is a profession. Minor. That's profession. Yeah. Yeah. What do miners dig for? Gold, bro. Or yeah, look for stuff. the natural resources. Staying in the homeland. What are you? I understand that, but I'm talking about this, this line right here. And yeah, I say I think miners on the. Uh, yeah, I think that part is about either sex trafficking or oh yeah, 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 or about um using cheaper labor somewhere else because I would love to hear what this is really labor. about. I don't, I don't have a clue what that's about. I would love to hear what it's about. Like, I, I think you're close, but I don't know who you write. I mean, at this because point, if he does a genius. We won't. <laughs> All right, he said, "Lord, we got folks in the street ain't got nothing to eat, and the obese milking welfare." He said, well, God, if well, you're five foot three, right he said, well, God, it, hold on, let me finish the bar. He said, Lord, we got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the obese milk and welfare. Well, God, if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds, taxes ought not to pay your for your bags of fudge rounds. Hilarious, but true. Okay, so, again, this is, this is preference. We can dig into politics here now. Talk about welfare, right? 
I won't go as far as saying welfare is a bad thing. I think people need it. But I see him saying this line right here is just, I guess, people that's abusing it. But just because I'm five foot three, 300 pounds, I mean, I don't get hungry. So, you know. Yeah. Just because I'm but five foot three, three hundred pounds uh, and poor, don't mean I don't get hungry. The line above that, I think it has a double meaning, though. I think this these two lines were kind of like kicks and giggles, but the mm-hmm. and the obese milk and welf- welfare. I think the milking part kind of I read it as, and the greedy are like like people that are trying to get over on the system, like not necessarily obese people, but in the term of like somebody that might be greedy. I think to me, this may be even more so of a jab strictly towards taxes because here he say taxes ought not to pay for your bags of foolish round. I think he just like, bro, we paying all yeah, these taxes. Yeah, but he's saying because the taxes, because taxes, the taxes we pay cover Medicare and welfare and all that stuff. I understand. That's what I'm saying. I think his issue is more so with taxes, not necessarily the people eating fudge rounds. It's 300 pounds of five foot three. Well, I think he's talking about both. I think he's talking about the fact that all of our, t- a lot of the American tax dollars go into these different insurance plans or whatever to help people, which is good. But then you also have people who are milking the system and it's just to today benefit. It's not because. Yeah, so so you have people and, and I agree, you do have people that selfishly milking, but then again, is that a fine use of a uh, wise use of resources or a blessing or is it nepotism? I guess you, it really going to be nepotism, but is that just me using what I'm getting it anyway? I might as well get these footage rounds. No, I think that's just nepotism for poor people or like nepotism for greedy people. Like you're not necessarily in a position of power when you filing for this stuff, but you put yourself in the position of power to abuse it. So that's uh, how I would, I would define it. Like so it's not me. You so just because Yeah, it's like I, it's like the fam it's like saying, okay, we a family of four, right? But you know, if you, if you married, you can still file single. So instead of filing married. You gonna you probably gonna outweigh it, right? But if you say it's the whoever in the relationship maybe making less that can qualify, so hey, I'm a foul single and I'm gonna put the kids on my tax off tax write off. So, so we now, get bigger refunds. So now we can get bigger refunds, and now we can apply for these uh you know government assistant programs. But we are fully functioning family and really don't need it. But mm-hmm. because I can file single and you don't, and now we don't file our taxes joint. And I can now put the kids on mine. Now it looks like I don't make enough money for, to hold a household for two kids. But is that a wise use of resources? So this is the reason I say I don't this. think it's. I think it's an abuse of resources. It Just may because be. you know how to get around the system, not. don't make it a good thing to do. I, I'm not saying it's not. But here we go to taxes. We talking about taxes now. Yeah. It, it is known that rich people evade taxes in very legal ways. Is it, it is, wrong for a right. person? Is it ethically wrong? Or is it morally wrong? I think it's both. Because mm. why are you stealing from people who really need the help? When you really said I'm you stealing. don't need it. Who said I'm stealing? Because if the tax dollars from others are paying for it, you're stealing. Mm. Mm. I'm just saying, I'm not agreeing to this grant. I'm just making a count. I'm just punching holes in it. I'm just switch cheesing this thing. This is what I'm saying. I'm saying you're going to have to pay taxes anyway, baby. But so they raise, like, they increase and decrease based on the need. So if the need is higher because every rich man want to cheat the system, now the the middleman is paying more while they pay less. It's stealing. You stealing money to pay I get, money. I get what you're saying, but I'm a I'm, I'm a advocate for the rich here, right? Uh, I ain't wait. saying it's like, like technically, is are you doing it correctly? Sure. Or is that just a wealth building strategy? What is it? I don't think that's wealth building. It's just getting out of taxes. Like it's the taxes that they charge you, it's not gonna break you. But if you if you really can do it. Okay, that's I, just a person. I don't want to do a lot of things. But dang damn it, I'm not cheating the system. Sound like you're about to sing mad like dang gun, Mr. Oliver here. You're <laughs> I'm just hot. saying. No, nah, because it's really because this hurts everybody. Like it, it hurts people with actual it's... disabilities. It hurts people who are actually like needing the help. Like he said, it's people on the street, and you out here stealing money from people that work their hard time and stuff like that to actually put in to help people. But now you make me not want to do it because you stealing from you stealing from me when it should t- be actually and, helping us. And I and I'm a ju- just I'm gonna even go say as far as I agree with you, but this is where I agree. With, I disagree with Mr. Oliver. On this line right here, he said, uh, 
where he said, what the world's gotten to. Oh. What the world's gotten to for people like me and people like you. Okay. This is why I say this. The American middle class has always had this issue. It just wasn't so big and bold in your face. Like, we have social media and everything today. So I feel like the pressures that he is singing from with his heart, he's singing with his heart in this song, in this song right? If y'all listen to the song, he's singing with his heart. I feel like the American middle class has been having these issues since the beginning of freaking time. The issue is now, it's so obvious what's going on. That's why everybody is in an uproar. Now, I will say, is it right? Maybe not. Is it illegal? No. That's why people do it. So how can yeah. we get around this? I mean, that's the person's ethical, moral, spiritual code, whatever you want to call it. Two Could you wrongs, sleep well no at night right. knowing you milking the system like this? I wouldn't want to do it at all. Okay. I wouldn't want to milk the system. So let me ask you this question. If I if you are Elon Musk, Warren Buffett rich, are you paying the full taxes? Just your pay money? your taxes, bro. You gonna make it back up. <laughs> like if, if you them people, you gonna make the money over in one night, maybe a couple hours. Because what did Jesus say? Give to Caesar what is who? Caesar's little Caesar, not the big one, little Caesar's. Oh, yeah. What did he say? Okay, so here we go. Keep going. Young men are putting themselves six feet in the ground. That's death. Right? That's suicide. Or suicide, yeah. Because all this dang country does is keep kicking them down. Lord, it's a dang shame what the world's gotten to for people like me and people like you. I think this is suicide rates are increasing because people feel like there is nowhere to go. And every time I try, I fail. It is a shame that the world doesn't recognize this. I agree. I agree. I, th I feel like that's more so playing into societal pressures, societal norms, um, and a mental health issue. Um, and feeling like there's no way to escape because right. he even said it right I'm here. glad the men mental health um, like awareness is, is I think it's increasing a lot more with our generation and like mm -hmm. the generation directly above us like it's becoming more normal to talk about, yes, I do have anxiety. Yes, I have had depression. Yes, I stress a lot. Like, it's more normal to say these things. And it's more normal to not feel bad about, are you going to see a therapist? What's wrong with you? Like, it's not that anymore. It's like, oh, you going to see a therapist? Who you go? Who you talk to? Like, it's, it's okay to need help more so in this generation than it was in generations past, where it's like, you get it how you got to get it. You work hard. You don't ask for no help, you know. Like, I mm -hmm. think it's a different, a different morale when it comes to how to maneuver this thing called life. Yeah, and I and I I agree. I agree. Really, you right? You really mic dropped there. I, I feel like the middle class feels pressures from everywhere, right? So you always hear people say, "Rich people act broke, broke people act rich." In the middle class, you are literally in the middle of that. I got enough money to not be broke. But I don't have enough money to live how I want to live. I don't have enough money to feel completely free. And I feel like with that comes a lot of grind, getting out the mud mentality. As a result, people feel like they run out of options. And when you start putting so much pressure on money, wealth, fame, the come up, you lose sight of the blessings that God can give you. And as a result, the devil creeps in and young men start putting themselves six feet in the ground. Yeah. And Many women, yeah, and, and I just feel like that's that's a that's one of the issues that can be mitigated if people do become more spiritual. It's something that can be mitigated if people do let life just life. You gotta let life life meaning let the blessings. Sometimes come. you gotta assist the you gotta. And, and, and I feel like a blessing can be an actual thing. A blessing can also be my mindset. The blessing of me being able to me being able to use my resources wisely. It also can be a blessing can also be me having people that I know who have done this before me and I don't have to reinvent the wheel. I can use these resources and yeah, maybe labeled as nepotism for me to get to this level or get to where I'm trying to get to. But hey, that may be how your blessing is give rap, right? Yeah. And just this is on my I ain't gonna say it's on my heart or nothing. But um like when we were just reading the definitions, I found it, you know, appealing that 
the defined term for blessing was God's favor, right? And I think saying God's favor is saying the power is within that blessing. Like when it defined nepotism, it was saying the use of power. Like you were you were put in a position of power or you were using someone else's position of power. But when we refer to God's favor, the power with is in is within the element of that it is God. Mm. Like it's an it's an eternal, all powerful type of power. It's not something that can be measured or taken away. It's it's imminent and omniscient, you know, like it's it is as it as it is in its name, just God's favor. So I like good. No shit. All right. So you go back to the chorus. Um and then the next verse is I think that yeah, that's it. So he finished off living in a new words, a dang shame, yada yada with the lot of song basically. Man. And so that's just something that's been going crazy in the interwebs across the world. And I just want to bring it here for us to discuss it, break that thing down brick by brick, kind of get an understanding of what's going on in this song. Uh but anyway, just you got anything else for the peeps before we get up out of here? Um, pray for the blessings use the resources God provides that's the summary of tonight's not listen I was, what was I going to say listen uh, not the listen <laughs> not the listen uh, alright man don't use look. nepotism people I'm not going to say don't use it I ain't going to say don't use it I say if it's there for you use it because that may be your blessing I, but I will That's say, like saying, seeing a person drop a hundred dollars and calling it your blessing, like no, he got that hundred dollars to get it back. No, that's not what I'm saying. It's a difference between nepotism and somebody dropping a dollar on the ground. Just because my mama is the boss and I get the job doesn't mean I'm not qualified. Doesn't mean I didn't earn it. it I didn't say that. I said I nepotism favor. was when was when you got something that you didn't have the qualifications uh, hey, Okay, for. okay, okay. You done brought something up out of me now. I was going to leave that Bible alone, but the Bible called me back every time. So I'm going to break that Bible down brick by brick. Okay, Boy, let, me take it, let me take it this right here, right here, right here. What is the resource God gave us? The resource is what? The Bible, right? So we got the Bible. We read the Bible. And as we read the Bible, we become faithful. God does what he blesses us. I am now a son of God and God blesses me because I am his son. Is that nepotism? Is God, you? am I using nepotism because God, I'm God's child and he's giving me blessings. He's giving me these resources to use wisely. Is that nepotism? No. Mm. Same situation. I really don't think so. The same thing, bro. Just because God gave me a book. And I read the book. I believe I'm faithful. He blesses me as a result. Me getting these resources and using these resources wisely does not mean I'm using nepotism because I'm his son. I'm I'm related to him. So is that nepotism? But does it's just like the what you're trying to say is that God's use of power is nepotism. No, I'm saying me accepting that God is blessing me and putting me in position to use these resources wisely is that me using the resources of nepotism itself. No, because you using the word resources and then putting nepotism in it. Break it down there. Keep on breaking. I'm just saying like, I'm wrong it. and don't break it down. No, it's you using the term to define a different term. You can't say okay. the use of I'll word it another way. I'll word it another way. God's I said it's the son. abuse of resources. You can't abuse God. Right. But some people be abused. You God. can abuse his grace. You can abuse his relationship. Yeah, you, you can, can abuse uh, God. No, but well, wait, wait, wait. You can't abuse God. You can abuse your relationship with God. Right. Okay. So, boom. God's. I'm God's child. Mm -hmm. God bless. How did you me. become God's child? Through the resource of the Bible. Okay. And, and what did they offer it. you? It offered me salvation. That's the reward. That's all. That's, but it that's, offers me that. That's work, or rather faith in this situation, mm -hmm. to reward. Mm-hmm. You can't ever earn the position or title to really earn this reward. So how can it be nepotism? 
It was okay. Grace. Okay, 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 okay. I'll break it down with further. I'm going to break it. One thing about me, I'm going to break it down. All right. So I go to work. I come home. I got paid. I take my blessing of my paycheck to Books a Million. This is not a sponsored advertisement by Books a Million. I take my blessing of my paycheck to Books a Million. I then buy the Bible with the blessing of the dollars. Now I read the Bible and God continues to bless me. He blessed me in the beginning without working. He blessed me by giving me the money anyway. Then I turn around and read the Bible. Then I get more blessings. Then is that not nepotism? No. And I say because we are not spared from trials. Oh, I'm not. I'm and, not negating that. Okay, we're not spared from trials, and neither is the person who doesn't follow God's will spared or neglected from blessings mm-hmm. or trials. Like it is a you get blessings and you get trials, Whether regardless. Not. Right. Okay. Regardless, right? Because He provides the opportunity for you to come to Him. It is free will. It is free choice. Mm-hmm. So the blessings that you receive. Knowing that it is from God is a blessing, but that doesn't mean if you don't know where your blessings come from, that it wasn't from God. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it can't be nepotism if it's it's given to everyone. And Sister Jess has spoke. <laughs> Sister Jess has spoke, guys. Man, I don't know how else we can end this off. She just mic drop, backdrop. I tried to stunt her. I tried to hit her with the RKO, but she didn't go down. Sister just know that word, and that word is in her, and the word is sister. Yes. Uh, oh, no, that's, that, don't say that verse with me bad. now. You, you put bad. God where he belongs. JK, 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 big God. JK, G-O-D. All right. Anyway, guys, man, thank y'all for tuning in to another special rendition of the Mommy Diddy Podcast. Man, before we get out of here, make sure y'all just do us, just do us a little favor, man. Make sure y'all like Talking about nepotism in this Take thing. your hand Sister off the earphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sister no, Jess dropped drop some bars and she dropped some bars about God and blessings. You can All get right, them whether you would. This has been a great episode, <laughs> folks. Love to hear it. Man, thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Make sure you do everything down below. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, YouTube, and everything. Man, we love y'all. We're going to see y'all at the conference, the convention, and the revival. <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs>